This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is Late 727 back 888-727-BECK. You know who was great? Uh, I was Barack Obama last night. Wow, that that farewell speech was Washingtonian. Whew. Was it? Uh, no. Because um, I missed no, uh, really all the minutes of it. Yeah, me too. Um, and, uh, I did uh, see some highlights, lowlights of it mm-hmm. uh, that are just so agonizing. We wouldn't, we couldn't even play them on radio. It just, we just didn't want to feel like that again. It's like, uh, why play that? I mean, why? I. You want to talk about having, I mean, and again, mm. I'm, not, I'm not excited about the Trump presidency, no. as you may know. Um, however, you want to talk about something that I don't care about at all, was the, was the, uh, the farewell address. We didn't even mention it, by the way, on radio today. Mm. Didn't, I don't think we even mentioned it on radio. Um, and the thing I would say, they have a um, uh, Lester Holt, uh, as uh, Jeffy would uh, tell you, as the president of his fan club. Uh, has an interview, exclusive interview, mm-hmm, exclusive interview with Barack Obama. I could see, it, I could see being mildly interested in that because he's going to be asked, you know, somewhat critical questions. If Jeffy will tell you, he'll be asked all the perfect questions uh, because it's Lester Holt asking them. Uh, and uh, but like you know, for example, he asked, he asked him what it was like that night when Trump won. What did it feel like? What, what were the emotions you went through? Or what? 
And he yeah. answered basically he was really surprised. Uh, he, he thought he would see something like that coming. Um, uh, and he was very surprised. He was that the one where he admitted he's out of touch with the American people now? Because you can't uh, help. He but didn't be. say it like that, but essentially that's what he. Yeah. Uh, I would say that's kind of what he described. He basically said, like, usually my myself and my team have had a good uh, eye on things that are bubbling up, and we missed this one. And the bubble what is what is the bubble is the bubble, and he's not in touch with the American people on the ground because he's not on the ground. I think it was that interview, or maybe this is a different one I'm thinking of, or mm -hmm. he essentially admitted he's, he just doesn't have his finger on the pulse of, of the American people because he can't, uh, is his deal. But I don't think he ever has with his Marxist policies. And uh, to listen to the guy, because we haven't in so long, I think we talked about this yesterday or the day before, we, we just virtually ignored him for a year. And it, so when you pay attention to him again, you forget how much, Ooh. just how agonizing the guy is and was. And, and just how awful a president uh, and just how bad. A, I, I mean, I just I don't yeah. even, I don't buy into this. Oh, he's a, he's a good guy. I don't I don't buy any of that. I, I don't I don't think he is. I don't believe that. I mean, he very well maybe. I don't know what's in his heart, but I, I think he had ill intent for the United States of America. I think he wanted to even the playing field between us and everybody else. I don't think he saw it necessarily as ill intent, for example. like I, I, No, he thinks it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. To bring America down because we've, the world. we've raped the world mm -hmm. or whatever would be his sort of thought process on that. But uh, last night on race relations during his farewell address, <laughs> I mean, you, gotta, you just let this soak in for a minute. After my election, there was talk of a post-racial America. And such a vision, however well-intended, was never realistic. Race remains a potent and often divisive force in our society. Now, I've lived long enough to know that race relations are better than they were 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, no matter what some folks... Can you, can you believe... You can see it, not just in statistics, you see it in the attitudes of young Americans across wow. the political spectrum. Wow, that is an outrageous lie. <laughs> what? what? You, don't, you don't think they're better outrageous. than 10, 20, 30 no, years ago? I, I really don't. <laughs> well, I, re I, I really don't. What, what do you... Uh... I think they've gotten progressively, exponentially worse under his watch. I see what you're saying. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh... Uh, the way I took that, I, I ten was ten years ago. Of, he's been in office for eight, eight years, years right. so ten years ago things were better than they are now. I mean, we are on the verge of race warfare right now. I mean, and the statistics absolutely don't back him up on this. I don't uh, see how they idea. could. What statistic is he talking about? I don't know. I mean, I mean, certainly, wow. Uh, you could say because I mean, I, ten, twenty, thirty years ago is a strange timeline. I mean, I, I mean, I you know. Certainly better than 50, 60 years ago. Um, I think like we better were making real progress until about the time he got into office. Better than when dogs were released on right. African Americans exactly. in the street yeah. and fire hoses. Yes, yes. I, I would give you that. Ago, but ten years ago, yeah, no, no way. No. And even twenty years ago, I don't think so. In fact, you know who else would tell you that are African Americans yeah. uh, who were polled yeah. and show uh, a major uh, turn towards the worse when it comes to race relations, as well as the society in general. Um, so, yeah. but it, the ten years is a really weird timeline. I mean, twenty, thirty. I don't know. I mean, 
I don't know. I don't know when that line is, but it's. I feel like it's probably even longer than 30 years ago. I think it is. Um, certainly, I think we were making real improvement until about the time he got into office. And was we were told mm-hmm. uh, that he was going to be a post-racial president. And all he did was focus on race for eight years mm-hmm. and, and say how, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, and really make that into a gigantic uh, part of his presidency. The hope and um, change was bringing us all together. And it was, was he did the exact opposite. Yeah. Of that. I think that's fair to say. Um, now, I know, of course, obviously liberals wouldn't agree with that, but I mean, I think it's pretty freaking clear yeah. that every single time he had the opportunity to drive that wedge a little bit deeper, to try to take a political advantage of it, he did it. He constantly was making a, I mean, this is a guy who went out and spoke to Hispanics and said, you, you need to reward your friends and punish your enemies when he was talking about the vote. Right. I mean, is that something that you think is bringing people together? I, I mean, it's the no. exact opposite of that. And there's obviously, you know, going back, uh, we could go through the entire, and I think we will, by the way, go through this entire record uh, very soon, as uh, we are only, uh, I mean, we think next week is going to be the vote for Barack Obama into the Douche Hall of Fame, um, because we've been promising this for as long as the Douche Hall of Fame has existed. I think. Inauguration day is the day, right, for the vote? No, uh, um, because is, that is Friday. Uh, so we would. I thought it was January twentieth. Isn't that inauguration day? Right. Isn't that not Friday? No, that is not this Friday. No, it's not this Friday. Yeah, it's a week from Friday. A week from Friday. Friday. Right. Yeah. It's so a we Friday wouldn't have it. We're yeah, not on the air. Right. We That's wouldn't have it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so it would have to be Monday. Yeah. Um, or Thursday. Of course, he wouldn't be out of office. Would yet. be out of office technically. I think that would be a violation of uh, of a long standing real technical rule. But <laughs> yes, so important. All right, so a week from Monday, maybe we'll we'll have that vote. Right. Not maybe. We will have that vote. Yeah, well, maybe. the only reason I say maybe no, is because we're having technical <clears throat> issues with the feed. Actually, uh, oh. moments ago, I was emailed uh, uh, glennbeck.com slash the feed is live. Oh, okay. So oh, it's yeah. on glenbeck.com Glenbeck.com ah. slash the feed is live right now. Nice. Uh, we're gonna, it'll be both sites, but right now. So you go Glenn to glenbeck.com slash the slash feed, the feed and, and, and there it is. Well, okay. So I think this will get enough promotion that this should be the greatest vote we've ever held. And um, if, I mean, maybe people think he doesn't deserve the douche hall of fame. Maybe not. Um, maybe they just think he's a normal douche, not a Hall of Fame douche. I don't <laughs> I keep, know. I keep thinking I one know. of these votes is going to be 100%, and this is the <laughs> I one I would thinking, target. And who was the last one we were, we were pretty sure about? Hillary Clinton, right? Uh, Hillary. And she only got 98% uh, yeah. or Hillary something. Hillary got even less than our top vote getters, which was 99%. What, three or four people have gotten that? You know what we should do, by the way, too? Instead of trying to constantly send people to the blaze.com slash the feed or the glenbeck.com slash the feed, we should just have patentstew.com redirect to it. Right. <laughs> we, we have patentsu.com, yes. but we don't have built a site on it yet. Until we do, we should just put patentsu.com and just talk, redirect to the feed. I'll talk to them about that today. That's a good idea. So we just say, go yeah. to patentsu.com. There's so many darn places to go. I know. Uh, I'm trying to think of the easiest one. Yeah, I know. Uh, but. Uh, all right. So, I mean, the whole speech was incredibly agonizing. He did the whole yes, we did, yes, we can thing. I, I mean, oh, good golly. Yeah, you did. You made America... A more socialist uh, Shangri-La for, for yourself. So good. Good job doing that. Uh, he said, tonight it's my turn to say thanks. You made me a better president. You made me a better man. He referred to himself 75 times, even though it was about you. Um, 75 times. The raucous crowd applauded often. And at one point even uh, clamored four more years. Jeez, these people are so stupid. I can't. <laughs> I cannot take it. 
he seemed to take subtle veiled shots at uh, Trump, warning, if we don't create opportunity for all people, the dissatisfaction and division will only sharpen in years to come. Uh, he wiped away a tear as he reflected on the support of his first lady, Michelle, Ugh. saying she made her role at the White House her own with grace and with grit and with style. That's beautiful. I will be so happy to see both of them gone. I mean, <laughs> it almost makes me excited for the Trump presidency. Uh, I, I dislike him to about the one billionth power. And so uh, as a result of that, uh, his leaving will bring no sadness nor tears. No, not eyes. for me either. A lot of, it's funny because uh, a lot of people on the left are very upset. Uh, and they do not like the Donald Trump thing happening. Um, no, very they upset don't. Uh, that uh, Obama, who they see as basically God, uh, is leaving them um, because of this pesky Constitution. Um, that's a problem for them. I mean, they didn't like the Constitution before. Now they really don't like it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I find with him and with the guy coming into office, mm -hmm. I find something similar. Which is, uh, the longer I don't hear from them, yeah. the more I'm yes. like, ah, whatever. Absence, and then I, when I hear them, and then when you hear them, fonder. Yeah, yes. you know, in a it's weird, it's, it's not, there's, I can't or say there's fondness. at least it softens it. It softens when the you, dislike. When you don't hear their babbling. Um, yeah. I, you know, I've said this often, that when, there was a, I was so pissed off at George H.W. Bush because <laughs> he lied. He said, no new taxes. And then he said, you know, he said, read my lips, no new taxes. And then he gave us the biggest tax increase in history. Okay, so I was really pissed off at him. And for that and, and several other policies of his. Then along came Bill Clinton. And because of Bill Clinton, I, it, it softened everything. And in fact, turned me around to where I loved him like a father again. And, uh, and the same thing happened with, with George W. Bush. I, I didn't like him by the end of, of his tenure. And then along came Barack Obama. And now I love him like a father. Um, and I, I would give anything to have him back in office. <laughs> it is. And uh, when they're gone, you're like, okay, well, that wasn't so right. bad. Well, you start looking at things, they think, in probably a more accurate perspective, right? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. you look at you the, the entire scope of what they did mm -hmm. instead of the issue of the day that's pissing you off. Um, and it's hard to do in the moment. And they're not saying things that continue to piss you off. What's good, right. though, is we're going to get more of it. Barack isn't going to go away. No. And there's been uh, plenty of talk uh, on the street. Uh, Michael Pelka has a great prediction that I believe actually may come true, is that uh, Michelle runs for Senate in California... California? Yeah, the uh, you know what both those senators well, they're I think. living in DC, yeah, so well, she'd have to choose they, uh, like uh, I don't but know in Virginia two years or Maryland. After that, she gets a Senate seat, then in two years she can run for president. I mean, I would not be at all surprised to see Michelle running for president. They keep saying she doesn't want it. Yeah, anything, she's but of always course, said that's what they're gonna she say. She doesn't want that, right? I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. that's uh, that's what you do, right? When you're mm -hmm. when you're in this world, um, yeah, you lie, you lie. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, by the way, do. what was uh, you know, while we're talking about all this uh, nonsense uh, with Barack Obama, uh, one of the things I said as the worst, one of the worst pieces of fallout from the Trump-Clinton race is that we're going to get to the end of this and 
Barack Obama is going to have a 60% approval rating when he leaves office. And then, because the media is going to go after Trump like crazy. it's higher than that, probably uh, now. Right. Uh, he's going to go after Trump. It's going to get even higher, probably. Um, but uh, Rasmussen Report came out today. Uh, approval rating, Barack Obama, 60%. 60 yeah. to 39. Wow. He's got a tw- plus 21 right now from Rasmussen. Now, some others Jeez. have him at 55, 56. But still, um, he was down in the low 40s for oh, yeah. a while. For his, almost his whole presidency. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, and he's going now, to leave office good. as a hero. And yeah. because at some point, again, mm-hmm. not, not to us, obviously, but I'm saying as far as the overall view of him, he's going to leave as a hero and be viewed as a great president because of the fact that the previous president was George W. Bush, who they obviously trashed, mm-hmm. and he left with a 30% approval rating. And Donald Trump, who, may, you know, look, maybe, you know, he'll wind up being the greatest president of all time. He certainly can't rule it out. Maybe, and, and I think there's a chance that the media winds up really liking him because of the fact that he's going to do things. Like one of the main things he hit in this press conference, one of the first things was um, the longtime Democratic argument on prescription drugs. It's been, they've, been, they've been arguing for it for a decade, and it was one of the first things he brought up in the press conference. Uh-huh. So uh, they might wind up liking him a lot more than they think they're going to at this point. Um, but because of him being... You know, a character, it's unlikely he's going to be um, a hugely uniting figure to get his approval ratings up there. And Barack Obama will sit back there and say things that unite people because he doesn't have to he doesn't have to do the division thing anymore. He'll he'll look like the same guy in the room and that approval rating will go up and up and up. Oh, it's sickening um, because they because they, and then they will look at that agenda this hardcore liberal agenda that was unpopular his entire presidency and they will look back at it as a success. That's really going to be problematic his, for our his, futures. His, uh, his key legislation, Obamacare, is wildly unpopular. It's, a, it's been upside down the whole time, and it's even more so now. And I just saw a poll where, I don't know, 58% of people want it replaced or overturned or uh, re- repealed. And I think it was uh, 39% or something that they want it kept. It's... It's wildly underwater um, yes. and, and negative. It always has been. They just jammed it down our throats. And so, I mean, and that was his key legislation that he pushed through, that, that uh, he takes, I mean, it bears his name. So, you know, it was pretty important to him. Um, actually, it's called the Affordable Care Act. <laughs> Right, and, uh, and it's racist to call it racist. Obamacare, they, even though he does. Um, so, yeah, of course. Um, um, I do think um, it, it will be interesting to see what uh, where that goes because i mean if you think about that that really was his achievement right mm-hmm. i mean they went when we, we played this stupid video his of the celebrities yesterday what, what's the biggest thing that's happened with obama oh health care i think health care is a big thing <laughs> who is the person you're saying uh, samuel l jackson right health care because i have some oh, yeah. people that, some relatives who can't afford it or don't have health care it's like maybe well, you could help them out yeah uh, sam, sam what do you think pick a couple hundred bucks for ant to get a checkup mm. yeah how about uh, take you know a, a few bucks of that steaks out of plane money uh, you don't even have to right. go to your big hits. You don't need to go to the Star Wars trough of money. Just give him, a, give him some snakes on a plane money to get him What's some in your wallet, <laughs> yeah. Samuel? Yeah. What's in your wallet? Yeah. I mean, those. I remember hearing one of the big spokespeople, I don't know if it was Baldwin or, or Jennifer Garner is one of theirs, right? yeah. Capital One, yeah. and they, they spent so much on that, was making seven figures a year just for doing Oh, Samuel, of course. Oh, I yeah. believe that. Of course, um, yeah. So it's a nice gig. Uh, you know, you just take, after taxes, you got, uh, you know, let's say 600 grand. Uh, you could probably insure almost all your relatives uh, in every circumstance for that. Just from that. Uh, just from that. And that's, and that's just your dumb commercial yeah, money. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but beyond that, uh, I think um, that 
process of him likely losing it. I would not put it past the Republicans to blow this and, and Obamacare uh, <laughs> stays. Um, but at least for you know, the next decade or so, you'd expect uh, there to be no Obamacare and be replaced with something else. I mean, he loses that legacy. I mean, that is really what he built it on, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, like, I, he wanted to get rid of, get, obviously destroy conservatism. Uh, mm -hmm. and push that away. You can make the argument that was largely successful and that mm. there's not really a conservative out there um, uh, you know, on the, on the national stage right now um, who seemingly cares about the principles that conservatism was in 2000 and uh, in, in eight when, it, mm -hmm. when he started. I mean, that really, th those viewpoints aren't really embraced at this point by large swaths of Republicans. Not even Ted is pushing that agenda. Even Cruz is just—he's just parroting everything Trump is doing. It's like, is it, is it really? look at the great job that Trump is doing. Trump did another great job. Look how good he's doing. He's really doing good. I haven't look seen that. Look how good I, that is. I know he's done some he's stuff doing. that looked uh, pretty good, but I mean, like Rand Paul, for example, I, I think is releasing a budget that is actually conservative, um, and yeah, I like that. You know, yeah. I mean, like there's the it's not the balanced budget would be great. All right, there's not to say that there's nothing, but you know, so he's probably succeeded mm -hmm. in that at least at some level. Uh, but, you know, Obamacare was a big deal. If you remember the words spoken by Joe Biden at the press conference, it's a big effing deal. Mm. Um, and that big effing deal is about to go down in flames and no one can be happier than, than me about that. But Republicans are going to have to replace it with, with something that bridges the catastrophic fallout of getting rid of a government program. And when I say it's, I put that in scare quotes, it's not actually catastrophic um, fallout, but it will be in the papers when every single person uh, that had Obamacare, even if they weren't happy with it, and if they lose it for some reason and they can't find their way back into insurance, you be damn well bet that they're going to be on TV telling you about it yeah. uh, for the next eight years. Oh. So you better have something yes. that solves those problems as well as possible. You're not going to be able to get everybody, um, but... If you can have 80% of people have lower rates because you have market reforms, that might be enough to, um, uh, to fight back against that media narrative. But it'll be there. I mean, they will do everything they can. Every problem that they didn't cover of Obamacare, they will cover with this new thing. They'll make sure you know about it. And you can take a positive step toward, you know, preparing for that eventuality. The, the catastrophe of Obamacare <laughs> going away or <laughs> any other catastrophe. And, you know, actual catastrophes mm. like uh, really bad weather, like events, like snowstorms that last for two or three days or ice storms or hurricanes, tornadoes, whatever, job loss, uh, you know. And then there's the really big things like economic collapse or whatever. You could take some steps to get prepared for whatever happens in life with My Patriot Supply. Uh, it's easy to prepare emergency food. Uh, it's great. It's, I mean, it's, it's actual food. We talked about this mm -hmm. before in that, like, yeah, you, can you get some cardboard wafers to s sit in the back? And like, maybe if you if you're going to die, you might be able to eat them and survive for a couple of days. I guess you could do that. Mm -hmm. uh, or you could get food that if you get in these situations, you can actually eat uh, and like and you don't have to replace every six months. The, the food lasts up to 25 years. I remember in the past when uh, before my Patriot Supply, uh, I used to eat delicious handfuls of barley. Mm, oh, really? Man, talk about good. Oh, it wasn't. It not sound good, Pat. No, it really wasn't. No. It really wasn't. But this is. And you get things like fettuccine Alfredo and pizza, and it's awesome. And so, yeah, you can go down the road of, well, if you're hungry enough, you'll eat worms and dirt. Mm. It may be true, but you don't need to. 
So prepare now. Four weeks of food for $99, and you get shipping for free. Mm. Call them yeah. today. Uh, Jeffy actually eats worms and dirt just by choice. Yeah, he, he just... But, I mean, that's a different story. Really. Exactly. Not, not, not related to this. 888-411-5290 is the number. 888-411-5290. Or preparewiththeblaze.com. It's preparewiththeblaze.com. Hi, it's Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Hi, Pat. Nice, Stu. You just said hi. Yeah. Thanks for turning the... Uh... Yeah, I was talking more to... Oh. Yeah. I should have, uh, no, I should have known that. Yeah, so, uh... you probably should have, since it's what we've been doing for about yeah. you know, 20, 30 years. You <laughs> 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 would think you'd kind of have it down by now. Well, I mean, I don't you know, know. look... Uh... I don't know. I mean, who am I? You know, Pat. That's true. Mm-hmm. Which is why you greeted me in the way right. you did. Right. I said, hi, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah. should we go to this um, this Ted Cruz thing? We mentioned him last break. Uh, Ted Cruz uh, was trying to do something on, on this Jeff Sessions thing. And, I, you know, again, as you kind of pointed out, this is obviously in line with the priorities of the Trump administration. But I think it's a legitimate defense here mm-hmm. of, uh, of, uh, of Jeff Sessions. And the... As you pointed out yesterday, ridiculous accusations of Sessions racism. There's no evidence to support this other than some guy once said that he made a joke and there's no evidence of it. There's one guy who's just said, who said it 30 years ago and we have no evidence to believe that it's ac- reason to believe that it's actually true. Um, here is a little portion of Ted Cruz from uh, yesterday. I would say Senator Sessions... It's easy for people reading things on the Internet to believe whatever's raised and and passions get hot. And I know the protesters who stand up and chant KKK, they in all likelihood believe what they're saying because they're reading and being encouraged on the Internet. But I have not seen any appointee to the cabinet, Democrat or Republican, who has a record like you do of prosecuting Klansmen, putting them on death row, bankrupting them and putting them out of business. And doing so as you, as you had, I'll tell you, I admire your doing so. Yeah, he's a big fan. And I'll so issue a challenge to our friends in the news media. I noticed every time a, prose- every time a protester jumped up, all the photographers took pictures of the, uh, of the protesters. I suspect we're going to see them in all the papers. I would encourage the news media, cover this story. <coughs> tell the story on the 6 o'clock news about Jeff Sessions helping prosecute a Klansman who had murdered an innocent African-American man and putting him on death row and and bankrupting, helping bankrupt the Klan in Alabama. That's a story that needs to be told. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't tell that story. No, they did not. He challenged him to tell this story. They they didn't pick up the challenge. I can't live up to every challenge. No, you can't. You know, it's hard. Ted's a big fan of Jeff Sessions. I heard him, uh, he uh, he was on uh, Mr. Levin's uh, radio broadcast last Mm -hmm. night. Was he? And uh, uh-huh. he was a big fan of Jeff Sessions. And he also yes, pointed he out, which was interesting, uh, that uh, uh, he did the testimony yesterday without any notes or anything. He was just taken. You could tell. And he's <laughs> ready to rock and roll. You mm. could tell. I mean, he, he's he's like a... He reminded me a little bit of, like, Lindsey Graham hearing him speak a for bit, a long yeah. time, where he's just kind of like that, like, sort Sessions? of flippant and, you know, mm-hmm. colloquial and, and, and sort of like, just sort of like, yeah, lets it fly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know what I'm doing. Oh, you know... We, there's a great exchange of, uh, of uh, I mean, idiocy that went on with, I don't want to say it was Blumenthal, 
Richard Blumenthal from Connecticut, who's terrible. Guy's a douchebag. Um, and so he's like, ah, uh, Sessions, you uh, got an award from <laughs> David Horowitz organization, a man who said, and then they like gave like one quote that kind of was out of context, and it wasn't really even that bad, if out of context, um, and it's to try to say Sessions was bad. Then they said FAIR, the immigration organization, gave him an award, um, and that... Oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, exactly. Again, nothing oh, bad. No. And he gave another example. I can't remember who the third person was. Um, and, and he just, you know, they were going back and forth. And then this other senator, I don't know who it was, comes in, and he's like, because I was, I was listening on the radio. Uh, I, I just want to say, I mean, are we going to be held responsible for all our awards? I mean, I get, uh, I get you know, 100, 100 awards every week. I get so many awards. We all have so many awards. I don't even look at half of them. I put all my awards. I just throw them in storage. I have too many awards. Stop giving me awards. I swear, this is like a legitimate thing that happened. Wow. And he just keeps going. I mean, he was trying to be kind of funny Mm -hmm. um, and point out this horrible problem I guess senators have for getting too Too many many awards. awards. I get plaques all the time. People walk in my office giving me plaques. I don't even know what they're for. Well, I'm sure that is because, right, they come in and you see them take pictures all the time. That's all you ever see in the damn Senate hallways is them taking pictures with people. Yeah, and I think that's what happens. And so they don't even – but it's like what a ridiculous thing. Like, okay, so hold on. Let me let me make sure I understand. So David Horowitz runs an organization. Uh, he has an organization. That organization gave an award to Jeff Sessions. So now Jeff Sessions is responsible not only for everything the organization has ever done, but everything the person who runs the organization has ever done. Yeah. I mean, how inane uh, is that? It's obviously ridiculous. And can we also point out what kind of guy Ted Cruz is? Here's, here he is yeah. staunchly, valiantly, and passionately defending a guy who abandoned him during the campaign and went with Donald Trump almost immediately. Yep. When he should have gone with Ted Cruz, he didn't. He went with Donald Trump. Jeff Sessions immediately jumped into the Trump camp. And still, Ted Cruz defending him like that. I mean, that says something about the guy and his character. More Pat and Stu coming up in a sec. Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven Beck is the phone number. You see this tweet from an MTV writer. Uh, I don't know who the heck it is, obviously, because I haven't watched MTV since. Uh, My gosh, think about that. When was the last time you watched MTV? For me, I bet it was nineteen eighty-five. Was it even on the air? When did it go on the air? Eighty. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Yeah, yeah. Um, went on the air in eighty-one. I was. I, I didn't like it that much in the beginning, but I was definitely done with it when they started doing. You know, as soon as the rock videos ended, sort yeah, of, and then a, it was yeah. all hip-hop and garbage, it was mid, like, no thank you. Mid-90s, maybe, is when they they stopped going, they went away from music, right? Yeah. It was all, it's all reality In the 90s, music yeah. itself was gone, right? Is, it, is there any music? Are there music videos yeah. on MTV you know, anymore? I don't think so. I mean, at least not It's regularly. all that real like house a, type stuff, right? Or real. Or music like, is, I'm a pregnant 14-year-old. Yeah, yeah. music is probably of, on MTV, yeah. too, right? 
What is? Or is there music on MTV Two? I don't know that. I'm looking right now. Because I think that changed as well. Yeah, I don't think the MTV Two even does music anymore. <laughs> okay, you're on another MTV. Like, there's a, probably like a fifth channel that you don't even know you have. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason. Look, if, unless you're 12, there's no reason to be on MTV. Mm-hmm. However, they apparently have hired writers. God only knows why. Um, but one of them thought it would be hilarious to mock that a granddaughter of Jeff Sessions. Uh, here's the picture. Uh, it says uh, Sessions, uh, sir, kindly return this Asian baby to the Toys R Us you stole her from. Wow. <laughs> that is not funny at all. No. And, uh, no, it is man, not. People should not be laughing at that joke at all. She's, she's adorable, she too. She is adorable. And wow, he didn't say anything cutie. about her adorability. He just said No, that. he didn't. Why, why would you assume the Asian baby is from Toys R Us? I don't, I do, I don't know. <laughs> I mean... I mean, because because you, you get the the stole her from like he's basically like right. you've got a political prop here. You're just because you want to look like you're you mm-hmm. only we all know you only like white people, and now you're acting as if you'll care about an Asian. I mean, obviously an asinine point. I it mean, is an, an asinine, asinine point. point. And now, also really offensive. However, I, I I will say, in, in the world of political calculation, mm-hmm. and yes. he's part of it. Is there some calculating going on that I have an Asian daughter? I'm being accused of racism. How about I sit her on my lap? Right. <laughs> I mean, yes. is there a, an yes. emoticon of truth, to use the uh, Megan Mc, uh, uh, McCain word, mm-hmm. is there an emoticon of truth to what he's the actual point here? I, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I think every politician. I, don't know. I mean, like you Maybe. look at Bill De Blasio, right? Bill De Blasio mm-hmm. made sure he, you know, always had his son, uh, you know, his black his family son. around him. Yep, uh, it was very prominent in every picture. Now, of course, every every uh, politician will bring their family around, but I mean, mm-hmm. you make certain choices for certain events. I think that's yeah. Not, is there uh, a reason for his granddaughter to be there? I guess if his daughter is there, maybe yeah. or, or son, who's who's ever that. Is, I guess it would be the daughter. If his if his daughter-in-law is there with her baby and he he just wanted to see her for a minute that's yeah. one thing right and this is not he, like it's not like you know and it's, it's not like he had anything else going on <clears throat> i mean look right. I, I don't think i don't think he did anything wrong i don't think there's no he didn't talk. do anything I mean, wrong you know I mean, and this she stuff is adorable really she is, is adorable really is cute kid cute um how about uh now a kid i i would i do not find allegedly as cute uh was clock kid oh jeez um ahmed the clock kid um, now, Ahmed the or Clock, Clock Med for sure. Clock Med is the and there's Clock Med right there. Let's Look at him, there uh, he take is. a little peek. There he is. He's there a he is. Cutie, aren't you wonderful? That's great. <laughs> That's wonderful. That there he is. Um, yeah, so he was suing. I, I don't know the dollar figure he was suing us for. Do you? I don't know. I don't. Millions, cares. I think. I think it was millions. And uh, yesterday, thrown out of court, dismissed. Thank. Heaven. Some sanity prevailed. Yeah, I mean... The First Amendment, the U.S. Constitution prevailed. So frivolous. There's so many frivolous laws. This should have happened in that other stupid thing with the Saudi as well. And and instead, that that wound up a little bit differently, although... Still. still. The point here with this one is, is, you know, I think because... You see more often than usual... Uh, lawsuits wielded as political weapons, um, and uh, you know that it, you know we, it, you think even to a point that you might like. You like you don't like Gawker, um, but the whole Peter Thiel thing with with Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think they honestly deserve to lose that case. However, 
the motive, the, it, it, there's an interesting strain there with a, a, a third party or, uh, paying for the, the lawsuit. That is, um, yeah. And, and I think you see that, you, I think ClockMed, um, allegedly, in my opinion, um, was uh, looking at this and saying, well, there's a bunch of lawsuits being filed against media comp- corporations. Why not give this a whirl? I mean, I don't think exactly any right. rational yeah, person right. would think that they could win that lawsuit. That's right. And again, I go back to that first day when we, when it we saw this. It happened on the show. It happened on this show. We were over there on that side of the studio at the time. And I remember looking, and I, cause, because the, the initial photo I saw early in the morning was of a clock. And I thought, the kid made that? And, and they said that looked like a bomb? Oh, that's racism. That's ugly. Yeah. And so we were just getting ready to talk about it. When the picture appeared in our story. The real picture. The real, the actual picture of what he made. And I'm looking at it and I said, I looked up and I, I don't know if I asked you, Jeffy. I said, is this, wait, is this the clock he made? Yes. Yeah, that's the actual clock. Kind <laughs> of like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, it does look like a bomb. The clock was not a, first of all, it was a timer. It counted backwards. Sort of like, I don't know, a bomb would. And mm-hmm. it looked like a bomb. Uh, yeah. Like every bomb you see on television. That's right. how it looked. And when that story broke, before people had pictures of the clock, they were using stock photos of clocks. Yeah, they so were. In case you needed to illustrate <laughs> what a clock might look well, like. Well, a lot of people haven't seen a clock. Yeah, and, that, and that's so the thing. Yeah, People, people are not aware of what clocks are. Uh, so they did that, and so people thought, well, wow, he built a, a really normal-looking clock, and because he's Muslim, they just assumed it was a bomb. In reality, he built a suitcase for a few hours. with a bunch of wires in it. Yeah, yes. Um, you know, so, yes. uh, but again, that's what, what you, again, that's why, this is why you try to be fair and not make assumptions based on your first, uh, you know, look at a news story. Mm-hmm. Um, if we would have come out and, and, and trashed him and, and, and we would have been wrong, I mean, that would have been bad. If we came out and praised him and been wrong, that would have been bad. When you get additional information, you follow up on it, and you change your mind if the information justifies that. Well, how about the president of the United States and his yes. responsibility? Uh, we'd love for you to bring a clock and visit us! Hey, I'm that cool clock! Have you seen the freaking clock? And you know they hadn't. You know they hadn't. No. You know they saw a picture of a clock... In one of the news stories that we saw initially, they didn't dig any deeper than that, and then they offered the invitation. Because they knew it was a PR win. They knew it. And so then he did show up at the, at the uh, White House, and the president paid almost no attention to it. Well, he had to then, he right? He stopped by at and he's party. like, yeah, hey, oh, yeah, good to see you. Yeah, they by probably had a big gathering, but by that Because by then, to. they yeah. knew the real deal. Right, and the details had leaked out, and not to mention the other associations that they were worried about, and right. from PR perspective. Again, this was a PR play. They never cared about this kid. And he was on his way to the Middle East to and, move there. Yeah. And I, I think that's, didn't he sue from over there, allegedly, yes. in, in opinion? I, I, think I so. <laughs> And all of this, of course, is alleged in our opinion. Mm. All of it, this entire segment, is alleged. Well, except in our for opinion. this, uh, Jeffy's a dirt fact. Well, except for that, that is not. That's, that is not, that is hardcore fact. That is just factual information. And Science. you can't what get sued for reporting fact. It's like saying there is gravity. I can't be sued for that. That's not alleged. It is gravity is not just a good idea. It's, it's the, the law. law. And just like Jeffy's a dirt fact, same thing. It's true. 
Same thing. I mean, you got to admit it, Jeff. You'd, you'd even admit that, right? There's universal law, and that's it, right, Jeff? Dirtbag's tough. No, it's not. I think dirtbag is mild. I kind of under, undershot it, I think. Yeah, I, I think mean, so, too. Dirt I bag? mean, but by societal I mean, standards, I would say that, you know, you might not think it you're of yourself, but I mean, by societal standards, there's almost no way to disagree well, with that. Well, there are a few people that consider things I like not good. Yes. I mean, if you're in church, <laughs> if you're in church, you would use the word dirtbag. Right? Yeah, I mean, because everything else is too harsh for church. (laughs) 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 All right, man. Oh, and there's the clock, by the way, the alleged clock. Ah, clock med. Uh, There it is. You you tell me that looks like a clock, really? Come on now. Does that look like a freaking (laughs) clock? You bring that to school and you say, hey, nice clock, Ahmed. No, you don't. You think, um, what is that? Uh, What what uh, is that again? (laughs) What is. What did you bring us? And why is that counting backward? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, that's cute, but you might not want to show that. And, and apparently one of the teachers at uh, the Irving school he went to did say, hey, Ahmed, that, I mean, that's great. You did a good job on that, but you might not want to shop that around because somebody could misunderstand what that is. In my opinion, allegedly. So what did he do? <laughs> he shopped it around, allegedly. In my opinion, he shopped it around to some of the other classes and showed other people in my opinion, from what I've heard. And that's what I understand uh, from reports that we've heard. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeff, he's a dirtbag. In my opinion. uh, No, 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 no. No, I didn't say that. I want to make sure you know I did not say that. (laughs) When you know it to be fact, you don't have to hedge at all. I think you're misunderstanding the rule. Yeah. Um, When you you know something that is 100... Well, I mean, of course we could say the same things about the other case... Uh, but uh, when you know something that's 100%, you don't have to say any of that stuff. <laughs> okay. More patents, too, is uh, inevitable, allegedly, in my opinion. Nice clock. <laughs> Look at that obvious clock. Hey, nice camera. Let me just hang nice that on my wall. Yeah, bring it to the White House sometime. stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> God, I hate you so much. Happy, uh, first of all, happy National Milk Day. Ah. Uh, we got some spoons going on today. Milk. That's right. The first day of, uh, first day. Uh-huh. Milk uh-huh. arrived by delivery in bottles January 11th, 1878. Uh, the classic uh, comedian's routine about uh, who was the first person to drink milk. Has uh, it ever been solved? Did anybody get an answer on that one? From a cow, you mean? From a yeah, cow. The first, the first person who drank person. milk was probably the first baby born on, on the planet. Yes, I, I, I would think. say. But from a cow? I, that is an interesting question, because why would you do why that? Why would you do it? I mean, it's the same question. That, why, who was the first person to eat a lobster? That thing does not well. look good. Right? I mean, how, do you, how does that happen? Jeffy, actually. Jeffy. Yeah, uh, that mean, one we do know. Jeffy. You know, you, with the cow, you, you can see how it could happen. No. Wow. I actually uh, can't. You can see how it could happen. How could it happen? How could it happen, Jeffy? Help well, us with first that. of all, the udders <laughs> fill up when the cow is ready to be milked. And you can see, oh, I wonder why that thing is filling up. So you'd pull on the teats to see what would happen. <laughs> and something would come out. That's not <laughs> how it happened. <laughs> 
Not, oh my gosh, what's coming out of that? And, and then you just on, all of a sudden put, put your mouth underneath it. You might, or you put wow. something, put a bucket or something underneath it to catch uh, it. Yeah, you ever drink fresh cow's milk? Yeah, no. it's nasty. I mean, I have. Yes, it's horrible. No. I have. My uh, my oldest brother had a farm for a while, or had cows and stuff, and it's yeah. like, oh god, don't give me fresh milk, please. I want this homogenized yes, and absolutely. pasteurized. And burn to a crisp, <laughs> and I want all the icky stuff taken out of it, mm-hmm. and and then I want it chilled to perfection, and then yeah, I mean, maybe I'll drink it, but not a, before that process. There are, there are better ways to drink it than fresh from the cow. Oh, no kidding, care. man! That is nasty. <laughs> That's nasty. Yeah, it's uh, warm. It's uh, icky. There's other things sometimes floating in it. It's Oh, well, I mean, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant. That whole thing, that Glenn Beck thing that that showed that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was because uh, he was not a uh, professional cow milker. It doesn't matter how so, professional you are. Sometimes well, things happen I, with the cow. I understand that, but usually you heard them say in that video, "Ooh, was did the cow just pass mm-hmm. gas?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cow was warning you, "Hey, I'm going to be." Uh, Doing mm-hmm. something back here pretty Defending soon. Defending the cow? What are you doing right now? <laughs> what, is your, what is your game just, plan Don't here? be complaining about poop in the milk. <laughs> you could have moved the milk. Let's move on past milk. Uh, let's. What else? You All he cares about is milk. And it go good with this milk. And that's right. And I'll tell you another thing that's going to go good with milk is Cadbury eggs. Yes. Okay. Cadbury uh, eggs. Cadbury. I love them. Can you eat Oreo can- cookie flavor. Cadbury oh, wow. Oreo. Oh, that would be good. I'm in. That's I'm a in good for the Cadbury eggs. I'm in. Yeah. Made though with the dairy milk. Okay. <laughs> Why would you boil them out? <laughs> possible reason would there be to boil? <laughs> Plus, <laughs> it may not even be. Uh, oh, you know it is. Milk. Cadbury's not going to lie about that. It's on the package. Piece, right? yeah. It's on uh, the package. Cad- Cadbury, uh, those uh, eggs are some of the uh, richest, sweetest yeah. substances on earth. Good and I, I mean, they're delicious for the first bite, but after that, I mean, can you get through a whole Cadbury egg? I can get egg? through a whole egg. I can't, Maybe it's one not egg. A, it's not a multiple egg process. Is that a right? real question? Yeah, it is. Well, with can you, you get no, through a, a, an entire Cadbury egg? Well, for you, that is not a real question. For I most mean, human beings, it is. <laughs> come now. That's just dumb. I'm surprised they don't come in, like, the dozen egg container. That's really how those things should be delivered. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I feel like I can eat, like, one a day. Or maybe even the two big a ones? day. Yeah, the, the normal the big ones. Yeah. I can eat one of those. Oh, wow. Uh, but, uh, no, I, it's not Oof. one of those. And I also say I, I'm not a big fan of the um, small Cadbury eggs where they come in, like, a bag. I mean, they're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't have the qualities of the Cadbury eggs. It's just, like, chocolate. Yeah. Yes. Like, don't, don't screw with yeah. it. Hopefully. Right. I mean, I like Oreos, too. So, hopefully, together, that'd be pretty good. Right. Well, course, does anything this. go well with Oreos? Like if you were to have a, something to pair it with? <laughs> well, I mean, everyone dips them in milk. Stu, you know that as well as anybody else. <laughs> you have another story? We and congratulations to uh, the, uh, the jury in uh, South Carolina for uh, making Dylan Ruth hit oh, the death penalty. Dylan and, Ruth, uh, yeah. Have a nice day. Yeah. Uh, good riddance. Get out. Good. Yeah, they decided good on Good luck, the, God bless. The, the punishment will be the death That's penalty. correct. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sure it was tough on them because he's so young. I mean, I, you know, if you're... How old is jury, he? I don't... What, 22? 23 yeah, now? I mean, yeah, I don't know if it was hard because he was saying, I, I have he, no, I, no... I don't regret it They didn't yeah, take very long convicting him yeah. of the murders, and then death penalty was 
you know, a little a little bit longer, but not much. You never sit back. You never wake up at night five years from now, and I, if you're on that jury, and say, "Darn, I wish I, I could do that." Mm. There's never I a know. moment where you're. Shouldn't. No kidding. <laughs>